business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. Funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. As I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head off. And the medic gets out and says, oh my God. I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Pauline, this calls for the old Billy Barule. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! turn that shit down all right there we go what is going on everybody yes it is saturday night that's right it's hollywood hangout and i can turn my mic down a little bit because i can tell i'm probably very loud all right that should help right there anyway i'm uh, also streaming on youtube by the way if anybody wants to uh jump over there uh give me one sec i will pop the link in the chat room I know no one's in there yet, but I just started, and if you give me a second, I will go ahead and pop that link up in the chat. I've got it right. Hold on a second here. It's going to take a minute even to get on YouTube, but we will be there in just a second. So get right there. Hit 
the old refresh button. There we go. And there we go. Boomerang is live. One sec. I will pop. Oh, look at that. The link. Look at that. Bring an audio through. All right. Anyway, fix that. Sorry about that, everybody. I will. Uh, that won't happen again. <laughs> All right. I did get a second monitor working up here. So if you guys see me looking up, that's what I'm looking at. I don't have much up there. I just uh, just me making sure that uh, everything is going well. And if you give me a second, I will pop that link right in the old chat room here for YouTube. And yep, see, Smark, I know. I messed up. It happens, doesn't it? I know it does. It does. But uh, here we go. Smark, if you want to jump on in the YouTube, I don't know if you care. But there you go. That's where it's, That's where I am. Also, that was a chat room in there. I haven't got that running yet. And I know, oh, it says chat room is disabled. Hmm. I don't know why. Hmm. Interesting. I'll figure out if I can get that working while the show is running here. Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can get that working. Anyway, why don't we go ahead and uh, get into exactly what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Uh, it's Hollywood Hangout, like I said. I am David Richardson. Good to see everybody out there. And um, yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually get into a movie I was supposed to do last week. And I had a little problem obviously last week um like i said i had a little fishing tournament that i completely forgot about until my wife reminded me of it so i'm gonna move this camera up just a touch and um thank god she reminded me but um i was supposed to do this movie last week i ended up just doing a few greatest scenes last week still had a great time doing that but uh tonight i am going to get into the movie i was supposed to be doing last week so tonight I am going to get into, bam, right there, Boomerang. That's right. Going to be talking Boomerang from 1992. We're going back to 1992. But uh, Smark actually had mentioned this movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's actually a really good movie, blah, blah, blah. So, hey, I figured I would go ahead and do this movie. I'm, I've always been a fan of it. It's a really good, good movie. Um, it's a comedy, it's a rom-com, it's a little bit of everything, um, a little bit of a drama also, uh, it kind of turns out to be a little bit of a, of a soap opera. Uh, it's funny, one of the, um, Eddie Murphy in this movie, you see Eddie Murphy right there, he's kind of a, he's kind of a player and, uh, he gets played and actually one of the taglines for the movie was a player who's about to get played. So... That should tell you a little bit about the movie right there. Um, and he does. He really does get played in this movie, uh, Eddie Murphy. And um, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and get right into the... Uh, I'm going to start off like I used to, uh, get into the actors. Then I'll get into the movie. Uh, I've got some pictures of everything and everything. And we'll just kind of roll through everything as we usually do. But um, I'm going to go ahead and start off by talking about all the actors in the movie first that are the main actors in the movie um, I guess we'll just go ahead and start off right now. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is in this movie. I don't really think I need to talk much about him. We've, you know, reviewed Coming to America. We did Raw. We talked at uh, Delirious on this show. We have talked Eddie Murphy many times. Great comic, great actor. Um, 1992, so this was, you know, pretty much in still in his prime I would say for Eddie Murphy, but um, 
you know, I mean, such a great career he's had. You know, he went from doing this raunchy comedy to basically being a fucking donkey in Disney movies. (laughs) I mean, that's really where we're at is he's kind of a donkey in Disney movies at this point, Um, which is great. People love him. People love him. And I I know he got into a little thing a while back, but uh, I don't think anyone cared, to be honest with you. I really didn't. Um, Now. Another one in this movie. We're going to go ahead and scroll on here a little bit. We're going to move on to Robin Givens. Robin Givens is in this movie looking fine as ever. Now, the the casting people were a little nervous about bringing her in. Uh, She was just kind of coming off being uh, divorced from... Mike Tyson, she was sort of labeled as just a cold-hearted gold digger by the media and the public uh, just for her marriage to Mike Tyson. So basically, they were a little nervous about bringing her in, but they did. And I don't think anyone else could have played that part but her. Uh, She was great in this movie. She plays Jacqueline in this movie. Uh, this isn't, I mean, it's not her only movie. She's done a few of them, not many movies, but I mean, she was in Blank Man. She was in Head of State. Uh, that's actually on Hulu right now. If you want to check it out, you can check that one out. But I mean, if you think she's done 113, 113 credits, she was in the Batwoman TV series. Um, she played Jada Jet, which was, I mean, just recently she was doing that. That's 2021. I think that only went one season. Uh, she's done a ton of stuff though. Really? She was in Riverdale. Um, so the, 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 the media painted a picture of her that didn't really stick because obviously she still made a great career for herself. Um, so next up in this movie, we're going to move along. We've got Halle Berry. Here's Halle Berry. All these pictures are directly from the movie, by the way. So if you're like, wow, these pictures look like they're from 1992. Hey, they are. Every one of these pictures, I took them all, I took them all directly from the, uh, from the movie, straight from straight off VLC. So we're just going to take a little stroll. We don't have many actors to get through, but I do want to do this. Um, that way we don't have to talk about them as we're going. I think this is a little more formatted. Uh, we've got Halle Berry. I mean, wow, Halle Berry. <laughs> um, I mean, and she also played Catwoman. Uh, we'll talk a little more about Catwoman. This movie has a lot of Catwoman uh, tie-ins to it because Eartha Kitt is in this movie who played the original Catwoman. She even has a little purr in this movie. But, uh, I mean, Halle Berry has been in so many movies. Monster's Ball uh, was a huge part for her um, back in the day. She's just been in so many things. Uh, she, she was even in, I had a quick little um, cameo in the Bernie Mac show back when that was a thing. Uh, she was an executive decision um, CB4, she actually played herself, uh, but so many things. Last Boy Scout, she was in for a little while before she got killed, um, but many, many things Halle Berry's been in, and she's just an amazing-looking woman. Um, now, we move on to David Allen Greer. Uh, most of you are going to know David Allen Greer from the comedy show, the television comedy show, In Living Color. Uh, but he's done so much more, so, so much more. Um, I mean, 121 credits just to his name. Just now he's in The uh, the Patient, 
which I believe has only done 10 episodes. He is in all of them. Um, he's in Joe Pickett, the TV series. Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me. He's in that. He's Pops Dixon. Uh, he's done a ton of things. Going back to a little movie that I love called From the Hip with Judd Nelson. Uh, it's a really, really great movie. It's an old movie. I'm trying to find it back here. Uh, that would have been back in the 80s with him. Let me go back here. Uh, here we go. All is Forgiven. A Different World. He was on A Different World. And let's see. From the Hip. Yeah, that was very early for him. Let's see. He had um, one. It was a voice. His first credit is a voice from a Star Wars radio drama. And then another Star Wars radio drama after that. And then Streamers, A Soldier Story, something called Beer. The Equalizer TV series back in 85. All is Forgiven. And then From the Hip. So if you've never seen that, try to find it. Check it out. It's a really good movie. Um, Judd Nelson plays a young up-and-coming lawyer, as does David Allen Greer. But uh, pretty cool little movie. But, I mean, he was in I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker, and so many movies after that. Just a great, great actor. And he was in Martin a few times as a reverend, which I believe that's the next person we're actually going to talk about right now is Mr. Martin Lawrence. Um, and that's exactly who we're getting into right now. Martin Lawrence right there, obviously known for the TV series, Martin and the TV show. Uh, I'm sorry, the movies, the ba series, bad boys, uh, him and Will Smith, um, but Martin more known for the TV series that, uh, that he did. But I mean, this guy, uh, done, done a ton of stuff. House party. He kind of does play the same character from house party here. He's kind of playing Bilal in this movie. Kind of. But um, really great. Now, speaking of Martin Lawrence, just the other day they brought up that there is talks of a Martin Lawrence uh, reboot, not reboot, but reunion coming up. And um, that might be something kind of a 30 year special thing. So that's going to be something that uh, we're all going to have to check out. Uh, it says right here, I believe this was from the 25th. It says Martin Martin cast reunites to tape the 30th anniversary special. And it looks like they're all together. And that does include Tisha Campbell. It looks like, I know she had accused him of some pretty harsh things. And, uh, it looks like that's, uh, that must be squashed. I don't know, but, uh, that, that'd be cool if they did do another 30 year. Wow. You think about that 30 years, 30 years. God damn it. Um, that's that's ridiculous that it's been that long. So anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, just trying to get my mouse back over here. Hold on a second. There we go. Uh, done and dunner. OK, there we go. And um, next one we're going to hit. We're going to talk about Grace Jones. Um, Grace Jones was very big in the 80s, and 90s. Uh, she was in Conan, The Destroyer, uh, A View to a Kill. She was in that movie right there. She was Mayday. Um, done a few music videos, has been uh, sang on a few soundtracks. Um, she's incredibly intelligent, by the way. She speaks like six different languages, um, like Japanese, French, Spanish, uh, so many more. She's a very intelligent woman. Um 
but Grace Jones was just kind of known for being this beautiful, crazy woman uh, back in the day. So she's done tons of albums, though, and things like that. Um, but uh, definitely a cool, cool little cameo for her. Like I said, she's not known for a ton of movies, but she's definitely been in. I mean, she has 49 credits to her name, so it's not like she's done zero in her career. Um, but anyway, we're going to go right to someone we don't see a ton in this movie, but I wanted to talk about him anyway. This guy was Punjab and Annie back in 1982. He was in Live and Let Die. He was the narrator of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's right, the Johnny Depp movie. He plays Nelson, though, in this movie, and that is going to be Jeffrey Holder. Uh, he's a dancer. He's a choreographer. He's more than just an actor. Um, done a ton of things. I mean, a, a, a more than just acting, which we've seen him in a few things. But uh, he and he was in Live and Let Die also. The uh, I think I said that Live and Let Die. Yeah. So that was a Roger Moore one. That was a good one. Roger Moore. I I'm never gonna not think that Roger Moore and Sean Connery were the best two bonds ever 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 so but uh there you go uh, like i said we don't see him a ton in this movie but he was definitely definitely worth bringing up uh in this movie and here's the other bat or Catwoman tie-in eartha kit the original Catwoman, uh passed away in 2008 78 credits to her name. She even did a voice for The Simpsons uh, back in uh, a while ago. Uh, That was actually her last credit. She did a show called Wonder Pets. She's done a ton of TV series being a voice. Her voice was just amazing always. It was very seductive. And uh, you'll hear her voice in the show a little bit. Uh, as we go through it, she was in New York undercover. She really was only kind of a one shot in a lot of things, um, but in a ton of stuff. Just and obviously known for the original uh, in the '60s version of Batman TV series uh, as Catwoman, the original Catwoman. Uh, like I said, she even purrs one time in this movie, which is kind of a tie into her Catwoman days. Um, so there you go, Eartha Kit. And then we get Boney T. We don't have much of this guy in the movie, uh, but he plays Boney T. And that would be Chris Rock, a young, yes, look at that, a young Chris Rock. My God, I can't even mention, uh, I mean, Chris Rock has been in so many things. Uh, and he's even started producing. He's actually got 22 uh, movies that he's produced, but I mean, New Jack City, The Longest Yard, Head of State, also on uh, Hulu. I think I said that. Um, Madagascar, he's the voice of Marty. Uh, he's come a long way, but I mean, you know, from Pookie to... I can't remember if this was even a newer one, or I think this might have been 1992. I forget when New Jack City was. But I'm not sure where this would have fallen in that category, so... But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and move on. Chris Rock, I, I don't even know. I mean, I could say so much about him, how many things he's done, 79 credits to his name, uh, from Saturday Night Live to the Fargo TV series, just everything. Um, you know what? Let's go down here real quick. I want to see. 
I think it was Cop 2. I remember he was in that. Okay, New Jack City. Uh, this was right after, right after New Jack City. So it would have been, he still looked like Pookie uh, in this movie, to be honest with you. Mm. And then he went on from this movie and did CB4, another movie we've talked about uh, on this show. Actually, me and Anthony reviewed that. You know what, by the way, just to throw it out there, Anthony has a new show uh, called The Weekly Detour. Uh, you probably, I believe you can get it on all the podcast platforms. Go over and check him out. Go ahead and do that. Uh, just thought I would throw that out there while I was mentioning Anthony. And uh, yeah, we've talked about that one before, though. Uh, CB4 and so many other things. And another one from the In Living Color TV series. He was in about six episodes. Um, so just... You know, a lot of tie-ins to this movie, kind of like they brought in a lot of family. And he is in the show Homicide, Life on the Street, actually, a very, another young, but uh, good stuff. And I just, I, he was also in two episodes of Martin. It's like the, the whole crew just kind of knows each other and just stayed together. Uh, speaking of knowing each other and staying together, we got Tisha Campbell in this movie with a small part, but still a part in this movie. She plays a character named Yvonne in this movie who lives next door to Marcus, Eddie Murphy. And she doesn't like him. Looks like they went out. They had a bad breakup and, um, just not happy. Tisha Campbell's just not happy about it. Um, just amazing how many movies, these uh, movies and TV shows that all this crew worked on together. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like I said, it's kind of like the family just kind of stuck with this movie. And, I mean, the main characters I'm mentioning in this movie are really throughout this whole movie. So we're going to keep going here. Another person who doesn't have a ton of uh, time in this movie but does have enough of a part to where I'd like to mention her, and she is an incredibly gorgeous girl. It is Layla Rochon. Uh, I believe that's how you say her name, R-O-C-H-O-N. We spoke about her on any given Sunday. She was Vanessa. Um Jamie Foxx, there you go, another In Living Color guy. She was also in The Big Hit. That's a great movie right there. It's got Mark uh, Wahlberg in it, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, um, Christina Applegate, obviously. Uh, uh, Layla's in it. It's a great, great movie. But um, there also, I, I do want to mention, by the way, there is rumors, and it's been announced that there is a... kind of reboot of this movie uh, happening called Boomeranged. Uh, it's not, doesn't look like it's the same. They really have kind of the same storyline, but not really. It says uh, when the perpetual, play, here, let me go to the read all, excuse me. When the perpetual, that's not going to do it. When the perpetual playboy and successful fashion photographer uh, Curtis Washington decides to get the root of his to the root of his commitment issues. He sets out on a quest to find his biological father, who has more than he could ever imagine to do with it. So that's that right there. I bring that up because she is actually set to play the same character of Christine or Christy in the kind of remake called Boomeranged, Boomerang with an E D. So um, there you go. But once again, she's not much in the movie. We, I play a little part with her. I had to be careful. There's a lot of music in this movie. Um, and I had to be careful who I brought up. Now, 
one other person, actually a couple other people who I'm going to bring up real quick, and I kind of got them in the same little picture here, but um, I think that's fine. Give me one sec here. We've got John Witherspoon. That's right. John Witherspoon is in this movie. And um, now John Witherspoon plays the father of David Allen Greer, uh, who plays Gerard in this movie. Now, his wife in this movie is a woman called, uh, named B.B. Drake. Now, there's a funny thing about B.B. Drake. This is not the first time they've played husband and wife. If you have ever watched House Party, when he, now, John Witherspoon is the one that's calling the cops. Uh, me and Anthony reviewed the original House Party. Um, this woman in House Party was his wife lying in the bed. So this is not the first time they've played husband and wife, and you got to congratulate him for making as long as they have. Uh, there you go. Dirk knew. Dirk knew it was House Party. Uh, you're right. It was. They were in House Party, which is why I kind of got their picture together here. It was easier to do it, and um, I just think that's funny that they literally took the same couple. Now, here's something about John Witherspoon I do want to mention. Eddie Murphy pretty much demanded that John Witherspoon be in this movie. Uh, he wasn't set to be. Actually, John Witherspoon's scenes were added after the film had already wrapped up. Eddie Murphy kind of knew he was going to be in town, demanded that, that, that he shoot some scenes with John Witherspoon, and they be added. Um, Witherspoon picked his whole outfit, and everything, the whole wardrobe was all him. And every line you heard from him, completely improvised. Nothing was written for him. Nothing. He was told what his character was. He went in and knocked this out. I will definitely play some of this during the movie. And uh, we will bring, the, bring back the fact that this was all improvised. Um, you want to talk about someone who is just, I mean, absolutely... More than an actor, just a complete personality when it comes to comes to John Witherspoon. And obviously, we uh, we did speak about John Witherspoon in uh, 2019. And yes, we got the mushroom jacket in this movie, Dirk. Um, that'll be up here. Don't worry. I got you. I got you in the movie. Um, uh, by the way, the link for uh, YouTube is in there. I don't know. I don't know why the chat is disabled. Um I could try to fix that really, really quickly. Give me a second here. Let me hit, if I hit this, do, 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 video details, thumbnail, playlist, audience, I don't know. All right, I can't find it, and I don't want to look for it right now. Um, here, let me go to this side of the screen. Anything over here? Subtitles, end screen, nothing on the chat. Go to here. No, it's not working either. All right, I'm just going to go back. Uh, I'm not worried about it right now. You guys are in this chat room, and I can see everything you're putting in in Mixler, so everybody can always go over to Mixler, and we can uh, we can check that out. Dirk, you're knocking out all my favorite lines from the movie. Don't spoil it. Uh, <laughs> all right. I believe that is, I think that's all the actors that we have to go through in this movie which will bring us now getting directly into this movie. So I think that's it. Let me double check here. Yeah, we go right back to Eddie Murphy, which means we are finished 
with the actors. I'm actually going to go ahead and get it off of OBS. And, uh, yeah, we're finished with the actors. But, um, like I said, pretty much all those actors right there are the main characters in this movie. Um, it's really uh, every scene they have in at least one of the, one or two of those characters in it. So we're going to go ahead now. And I guess we can go ahead and jump right into the movie. Let me get the pictures loaded up so I can see what I'm doing here. And uh, knock this bad boy out. Shrink that down a little bit there. Extend it right there. Extend it right here. There we go. Okay. So, I guess we just kick off this movie. Give me one sec. I'll actually get it up in the corner here. Here, I can minimize this. I don't need OBS up on both screens. There we go. So, I'm going to go ahead and get this movie going here. Uh, I'm going to... That's not going to work well, but that will right there. Sorry, I almost had volume going for this movie. Now, basically the beginning, like I said, we get uh, Eddie Murphy in this movie. Most of this movie is pretty much about him. And we start off and we get Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy is uh, kind of a big shot advertising guy in this movie. He's kind of just, you know, walking in the office and... uh He's more of a big shot in this movie. He's kind of a big shot. He's kind of a player, which we did mention. And, um, you know, he's walking in. He's saying hi to everybody. He's talking to his secretary, telling him, oh, you know, send flowers to this one, do this, do that. It's uh, what you would expect of a nice advertising executive. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going to take a sip. Got a little passion fruit bubbly here. I wanted some bubbles. And me and the wife are actually drinking a little pineapple rum tonight. So hopefully she'll be coming on in here in a little while with a shot. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, let's keep going here. Um, we get Nelson. And we, we know who the characters are now, so I can call them by their movie names in this movie. So we get Marcus in there. And the secretary tells him, look, Nelson's waiting in your office. Um, and... So he goes on up to the office and he's in there and Nelson is in there and he shows him this ad for this perfume called Kissable. And it, it's a little racy, I guess you could say. Uh, here, give me one second. Let me shrink this view down a little bit. This is ridiculous. Uh, there we go. Okay, he does this uh, ad. It's for this, once again, this little perfume. It's called Kissable. And um, it's pretty raunchy. I'm going to go ahead and pop it up. We get a girl with a banana at one point um, just licking, sucking on a banana. Again, there's music behind this scene, so I couldn't play it. Um, just trying to not get copyright strikes, guys. I really want to uh, just keep these shows up here as long as I possibly can. And yes, Dirk, the cherries. That was actually my next picture. The cherries. She's literally just licking cherries. It just looks like she's got balls on her tongue. It's just, it's actually a very good picture. Um, but uh, <laughs> what uh, the first scene I am going to play, though, from the movie is actually uh, where he goes up and he sees the ad and he's like, uh, it's not that bad, but we might want to get rid of the cherries. So let's go ahead from there. Let me get these headphones on, if you'll excuse me real quick. 
All right, now I got the headphones on. Now we can go ahead. Let me get a little volume right there, right there, and let's do this. <laughs> I like it. Good. I like the orange. Good. I like the ice cream. Lovely. You got to get rid of the cherries and lose the banana. Cherry and banana? And that's a little Brunel, a little Dali's, a little, you know. Well, that's a little too overt. You know, we should go a little more subtle. I think some women might get offended. All right. But I dug it. I, di I dug it. Don't make that he didn't dig it face. I dug it. Just, <laughs> just got a little nasty, like you always do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, nasty Nelson. That's me. These weren't no sausages in this one. <laughs> yeah. Anita on line one. Great. Okay. So here's going to be the first kind of glimpse we get into what a dog this man is. What a, what a player, I guess you could say. Um... And I'm going to go ahead and just kind of play this scene a little bit. I really don't have any pictures from this scene. It's just Eddie Murphy on the phone. Um, so I guess I should have left the actors up there. I could have popped up that picture, but I'm not that worried about it. But I'm going to go ahead and play this real quick anyway while I, uh, you guys can watch me take a drink of my passion fruit bubbly over here. Hey, you. No, don't be mad. Let me, can I explain to you what happened? Have you been watching the news? Over there, you haven't been watching the news. The big accident they had in Midtown where the cabs busted into the cab, into the other cab and it knocked into the bus and the water main bus. I was in that. You haven't seen this on the news right now. But, oh, just went off Channel 4. Just went off. <laughs> yeah, but I was... No, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm all right, yeah. Then my next little step, that's all. <sighs> no, actually, a uh, massage sounds kind of fly. Yeah, I'm all with that. Oh, that too. Oh, can I call you next week? Cool. All right. So there you go. There's kind of the scene. Just, you know, he's just a dog now. He's also about to do a ad test, which is a casting call, obviously, for uh, for women to come up on there. And uh, he's supposed to have lunch with his fellas, which I believe we know who the fellas are. Um, that's going to be Martin Lawrence and uh, David Allen Greer in this movie. They are they are very good friends. And um that's kind of where we end up in the next scene is kind of them having lunch. And I didn't realize how raunchy Martin Lawrence's character was in this movie, but it's a little raunchy. Um, he just gets kind of vulgar with it. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, move on a little bit. This is them at lunch right there. Let's go ahead and play it. It's the fellows at lunch. I should probably hit play. That didn't work either. Let's go ahead and do this. Saw something on cable last night. Freaked me. There was this woman, right? Baby had body. She's lying there, totally naked, right? You could see everything. But she had a dick, man. Fucked me up. It was a, a, a nine seven six number for her math. You talking about nine seven six D I C K? Uh, chicks with dicks. Hell. How could you put something like that in your mental Rolodex? He's a closet freak. You got problems, man. You're coming out. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I was just, you know, kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, that ain't regular, man. See, sometimes I feel like there's a whole world out there we don't know about. Like the shit you read about in Penthouse. Man, stuff like that never happens to me. Man, stuff like that never happens to anybody except for Marcus. Hey, wait a minute. The only reason stuff like that happens to me all the time is because I pay attention to women. I got to ask, I mean, I know there's only a couple people in the chat right now, but did anyone ever have that friend 
that friend that you'd be right there with and he would always walk away with the girls. I had that friend. I do. I, I, I still have that friend. He's a great friend of mine. He's actually my best friend, like best friend. Um, I don't care where we were. This dude would pick up a girl. We could be at a fucking comedy club. He'd pick up a, a fucking girl. Not even a bar. This guy, well, Dirk had a friend like that too. I have, uh, he, this dude was married and would still pick up chicks. Um, I've seen him pick up married girls. He came to my wedding and he almost picked up my wife's married friend. I really thought, really thought, um, really thought that was going to happen. But yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, smart guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had he and they would all look at me. And he's really not that good looking. It's like, well, why are you fucking him? Like this guy would wake up to chicks blowing him. And I mean, he was just he would always get girls. And I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, I just, I'd sit there, how do you do it? And I, I did figure out how he did it. What he does is he just, he'll sit there and ask them questions all night, all night. And it just worked. It just worked. That's, that was just him. But, um, I mean, he was a great friend. He's still, like I said, he's still a great friend of mine. He was at my wedding, which should tell you something. So, uh, but I do. I just wanted to find out if anyone else had that kind of friend that just always walked away with the ladies, and we do. But, uh, I'll, you know, it, I, I figured everyone did. But um, here we go. Let's keep going. This kind of shows exactly here's a woman walking up to him right now. And uh, let's go ahead and get to this scene. Oh, I got to go back here again. Here we go. Y'all don't pay attention to women. Well, Marcus, I pay attention. No, you have to watch them and study them. Get out of here, Marcus. It's an art form, too. You know, I can't do that, man. That's why you don't get no pussy, man. Exactly. Hey, Tyler, there's other things in life besides sex. Come on, how about sharing, commitment? You know, you got to get in touch with your feminine side like Uh, me. uh, Starting to sound a little on the soft side. uh, Starting uh, to sound soft, man. uh, Borderline bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know what your problem is? You need more romance and less dopamine pension. That's what you need. That's true. That is true. You have too much dog and no romance in your life. Whoa, well, Marcus, don't even try that. I, you ain't got no romance. I, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. I am the most romantic cat both of you know. Oh. I, 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 I. When I meet a woman, I am flowers, I am candy, I am soft music. And Mr. Milkbone. No, I am Mr. Romance when I meet a woman, and then once I hit it, I lose interest, but that ain't my fault. Oh, so, uh, in other words, right at that moment of orgasm, just all the romance just skeets right out of you. No, but you can't put that on me. That's not, the onus is not on me. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. You have a beautiful accent. Where are you from? I'm from Holland. Oh. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you, too. Bye. Uh, Bye-bye, cuteness. All right, so there you go. Now, real quick, as you can see, this girl is gorgeous. Um, got a little picture of her right here. I know you guys can't see her, but just beautiful face, beautiful body, beautiful blue suit, beautiful earrings too. Um, but just a very gorgeous woman with a very gorgeous accent. He is 100% correct. Um, but let's go ahead and keep playing a little bit um, because this is where Martin Lawrence kind of shows what his character in this movie is like. So here we go. I'm, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> shit, that shit made me mad, man. Bitches never do that to me, man. Well, maybe it's because you call them bitches all the time. Yeah, man, you know, you need to straighten up, show some respect. Man, come on. Yo, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, waitress. Yeah. Look, um, I ordered the duck, right? Um, yeah. what uh, vegetable comes with that? Ooh, that's a good one. It's sauteed asparagus spears, and it is good. It's our special. Oh. Delicious. Flavor. 
Yeah. That sounds good. You'll love them. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. That sounds good, baby. Okay, then. That sounds good. Come on. What? Why don't she just come out, man, and say it? Call us jungle bunnies, man. What? Asparagus spares? What? If we were white, it would have been asparagus tips. Racial, man, racial. Oh, man, you tripping now. No, you tripping. Definitely, no, definitely. No, you're definitely. It's the real thing. All right, I shouldn't be playing that part right there, to be honest with you. I'm going to probably get a strike just from that. Uh, but anyway, you see where Martin Lawrence's character is at. Basically, he thinks everything is racial. There is one part in this movie that is extremely racial, um, and we'll get to that in a little while. But um, that was the scene right there, though, with them. Now, this is where he sees Layla, or he meets Christy in this movie. Um, and he immediately runs up to a couple, goes and pays 20 bucks for a dog leash to meet her. And um, yes, that is Layla Rashawn. I think it's Rashawn. I don't know. Dirk can correct me if I'm saying that wrong. But uh, this is where he meets her. And um, we will go ahead and play it right after the music ends where he's looking for his dog in this scene. And here we go. Come on, Carver. Did you lose your dog? Oh, yeah. I lost a uh, white Springer Span with brown spots on him named Kirby. Real energetic, happy dog. Did you see him? Oh, I haven't seen him. Man, I only took him off the leash for a couple of seconds. I can't believe this happened. Kirby! Oh. He's like a family member, you know? Oh, I know. I feel the same way about Brutus. I love my Brutus. I can see why. Do you walk him here every day? Yeah, I do. Could you do me a favor? My name is Marcus Graham. Here's my card. If you bump into Kirby, could you, like, call us and I have somebody come pick him up? Okay. Well, good luck. I sure hope you find him. Thanks. Kirby! Kirby! <laughs> Wait. Okay, that might be the one of the best parts of the movie, the scream for Kirby, especially knowing that he doesn't really, he's not really looking for his dog. I'm going to turn this game down just a little bit. Especially knowing he's not really looking for his dog, hearing that scream, that's just hilarious to me. <laughs> he's just... I'm sorry. All right, he's just sitting there trying to find his dog. And um, anyway, let's go ahead and kind of move along a little bit here. Let me give you my number, because I'm not going to be able to sleep until I know you found him. Do you have a pen? Do I? <laughs> I have a pen right here. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye-bye. Kirby? Curb. Curbster? So obviously he wasn't looking for his dog, but he did get a date with the woman. Um, and very good, damn good idea. I don't blame him. She is amazing looking. And uh, we will definitely get to see that in just a minute, what she looks like in the next scene. But before that, we get to meet Yvonne, who I once again said was uh, the next door neighbor that obviously they had a little fling and it didn't go very well. So we're kind of getting that right there in this uh, in this little scene. So uh, let's go ahead and play it. Here we go. Let me get to it. And here we go. A little that, a little this. Don't you hear me, you slimy, sleazy, sneaky, slithering son of a bitch? You want to keep it down? Get ready to have some company, okay? <laughs> so who's the victim tonight? Hey, Vaughn, I don't feel like playing with you, okay? Stop. Why don't you just tell her the truth? Tell her you're going to use her, then you're going to dump her like you did me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I did not dump you. We went out. It was whack, and it was your fault, and I wish... Look, why don't you get over it and go find another man, huh? Get out of here. I 
hope you catch a disease and your dick falls off. Oh, well, I would expect you to say something crass like that. Don't forget I have the court order for you to stay. We ain't supposed to be that close to the gate. I'm gonna call your probation off. Court order. All right, I'm going to stop that because we got music coming up. But uh, there you go. You obviously see it didn't end that well between those two right there. Um, and I would play the rest of this, but I can't play the rest of this scene because, again, um, we've got some music in the background. But he does bring in Christy, and Christy's a little airheady, always just kind of talking to Marcus. And after dinner, she's gold star for Marcus. And you'll hear that line come up for a few minutes here. But... um. So, you know, we we get that right there. And you can see right there if you want to look at that picture of uh, how good Christy looks. She does look amazing. Um, she's got this little uh, kind of mauve color dress on. Yeah, I said mauve. Um, and she just looks amazing in it. And uh, just thought I'd pop that up there on the screen for everybody. Um, but eventually, you know, that she sits there and she's like, oh, Marcus, you're a scared little boy. And he's like, yeah, I am. I can't do this. He tells this great story about how he, this girl he was going to marry was... Uh, he found her on the wedding day, uh, screwing the priest. <laughs> it was kind of a kind of a great. It was a funny story, um, but anyway, he does get. He kind of does the takeaway with her. We've talked about the takeaway before. Uh, he does the takeaway with her, and um, says, "Look, I better bring you home. You know, I'm just not ready for this." Well, it works, and they get to Chrissy's apartment, and here is the scene. I better put some. There we go. How helpful this has all been. You know, gold star for Christy. Really <laughs> gold star for Christy. Here, I felt that. Oh, no, 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 no. Really, that shouldn't come in your apartment. Really. Oh, oh Christy, don't. No, no, that shouldn't be in here, you know? Like, I don't, I'm not ready for this. I mean, are we, are, are we by ourselves in here? Of course we're by ourselves. Oh, come Christy. on. Marcus, spend the night with me. Oh, Christy, no, it's just too soon. I can't. All right, I had better not. Obviously, we've got some. Uh, and he does, obviously, say the night. And he definitely does um, tell her to be gentle. And now this is after this little quick scene here, when he wakes up. We find out he's got a little thing about feet. And we see Christy did not have very nice feet uh, in this scene. My wife is bringing in a shot real quick, so... Hope everyone doesn't mind. I'll I'll tell you what. I will take Christie's feet off the screen for a minute, and you guys can look at me doing a shot real quick with the wife. She actually brought it. She can't open the liquor, folks. She can't take the thing off, and my hands are wet. Okay. I got it now. Now I got that bad boy. All right, there we go. Some. There we go. Lockwood distilling. There we go. Pineapple flavor. There we go, babe. Who knows what happened to anything in this room? Okay. There we go. Yeah, we have a frog over there. My kids brought a frog home. Okay, here's that. Clinky, clinky. Cheers, everyone out there. Oh, thank you, baby. All right. See you soon. Okay, where were we? Feet. Let's put Christy's feet back up here. That obviously you see they got the little, she's got some corns going there, some bunions maybe. Not looking very good. And obviously Eddie Murphy is into, he even tells us actually in this next scene that he's looking for perfection. 
in a woman. Not just, you know, nice feet, not just nice. He wants perfection. And uh, after he climbs, sneaks out of bed with her, here we go. Yo, man, so what happened with this girl last night, man? She was beautiful. She was beautiful, but her feet were jacked up. Were they? Yeah, oh, I pulled the covers back. Yeah. It's hammer time. <laughs> I should have known something was up. I seen her shoes had little bumps on the top of the shoes when I met her, but I thought maybe it was an old shoe or something. And you would never, ever think a woman that fine would have hammer time in her shoe. Come on, man. You don't fuck her feet. Damn. I hope I'm not out of line here, man, but don't you think, like, you were just a little bit too picky? Yeah, right? What happened with Tracy, man? Gerard, you met that girl. She's not very smart. Come on, man. You don't fuck her brains. I'm looking for perfection. So there you I'm go. Oh, shit. All right. So there you go. He says it right there. He is looking for perfection in a woman. Um, boy, you want to talk about something hard to find. <laughs> perfection in anyone is hard to find uh, because let's face it, no humans are perfect. That's just kind of how it is. Uh, yes, Dirk, you said hammer time in those shoes. Um, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, and you can see the picture of them just sitting there. Now, this is the scene where right before he gets up to the office, he is about to meet Boney T, little Chris Rock uh, here. And uh, Chris Rock is the male guy looking to kind of get a promotion, come up in the company. There's a little music behind this one, but I don't think it's enough to get me in any trouble. So uh, let's play the little scene here with uh, Boney T or Chris Rock. Hey, you on your way to meet Lady Eloise to discuss that merger, right? <laughs> How do you know everything that goes on? Well, I read it when I was in your office this morning. Hey, man, you're not supposed to be in my office, and you ain't supposed to be going through my mail, okay? Nah, man, I wouldn't go through your stuff, man. Here, here, hold it up, hold it up. Hold it up! Oh, you're gonna read right through the envelope? I'm gonna read right through the envelope. It says, lunch tomorrow at Hula Hands. Open it up. Yeah, Bob, how about lunch at Hula That's very impressive. See? Told you, man. Told you, man. Now check this out, man. I've been working here about nine days. You know, I've been on time most of the time, even when it rained. Most of the Don't time. I think it's about time we talk promotion. <laughs> office, come on, man. I get my own office, man. Bring my hoes in here. We have a little party. Set this motherfucker off, man. <laughs> and we got the classic Eddie Murphy laugh right there just to kind of get everything going. But um, this is where he goes and he's going to meet. Lady Eloise, which you heard Boney T just said you're on your way to meet Lady Eloise, and that's exactly what he was doing. He was on his way to go meet Lady Eloise, so uh, let's go ahead and hear him meet Lady Eloise, or Eartha Kitt. Um, kind of a strange situation here, but let's go ahead and rock this. I think you requested to see me, Marcus Grant? I know. May I have a seat? Please, Keep standing. The rest of my administrative team will be arriving tomorrow. However, when I decided to take over this company, I considered you a prime asset. Thank you very much. We need strong department heads to oversee this merger. All right. So, again... What she does here, and she invites him to dinner, <laughs> um, is what she does. She invites him to dinner that night, and he does go. 
to dinner. Uh, there's music behind the whole thing. I can't even play it. But uh, it's hilarious. It's a great scene. It's actually the next scene um, in the movie where he does go in and he ends up, uh, like I said, she basically forces him to dinner. He shows up. And the best part of the dinner is this guy right here. Um, I forgot to get his name. He's the butler. But um, he is just laughing at Eddie Murphy the whole time, knowing that Lady Eloise is just kind of known for throwing herself at younger men. Um, and that's exactly what she does in this movie. Uh, if you were on YouTube right now, I've got a picture you can see. She's here in a little nighty. It looks like she might have a pair of Depends on. But uh, I got to tell you, that voice, though, whew, that is a sexy voice on a woman right there. That I will, that I will 100% say. Um, yes, Dirk says cougar. I will agree with you, sir. Most definitely. Uh, most definitely. And she's just an amazing looking woman. And still, and like I said, that voice is just, whew, wow. This was, nine, you know, this was 92. So, you know. But um, I, I just thought one of the best scenes was this guy right here. Just every time he walked into or out of the room, he was just laughing. Like, I know what you're getting into and you have no clue, my man. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I accidentally just hit stop, which means I'm going to have to go through all these pictures again real quick, everybody, and I apologize. I'm going to have to. Um, uh, that was a mouse mistake right there uh, that I just had. But there we go. We're almost back right now. We're back to where we were, and we can actually get out of that. Now, we go from here, and he is going in to meet. Uh, this is the first time we meet Jacqueline. Or Robin Givens. Uh, once again, they were having a tough time bringing her in just because of her, uh, what she was labeled by the media, just being the, this, you know, filthy gold digger. Uh, people don't really know the story. She didn't seek out Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson saw this woman in a commercial and basically told his manager, go get her for me. That's That was it. That's how they met. Um, I mean, Tyson just wanted her. And I, I, I don't think she was a gold digger. She, like I said, made a great career for herself afterwards. So either way, I don't know. But um, let's go ahead and play this scene where he first meets the beautiful Robin Givens. I'm sorry to bother you, but I just had to come over and say something to you. You're breathtaking. You're the most gorgeous woman I've ever laid my eyes on. I had to come over and meet you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are you laughing I'm sorry, it's just that, uh, what you said was pretty pathetic. It was not pathetic. Oh, come on. I mean, if I walked up to you and I said, excuse me, sir, I'm sorry to bother you, but, well, I just had to meet you because you are the most handsome, the most <laughs> virile man I have ever seen in all of my entire life. Ooh. Now, would you believe me? Honestly? Uh, yeah, I would, but that's just the way I am. Um, I'm going to work. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going this way, too. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's not like I'm following you. I'm going upstairs, too. Okay, so he sees he's go that she's going to the same floor. Um, and this is kind of where he finds out he's getting demoted. Uh, she's taking over for the head of everything. 
And he also finds out that Lady Eloise has absolutely zero to do with decision-making in the company. Zero. She's like George Foreman, just a name on a product. Um, so let's go ahead and play that scene, too. I'm the logical choice. I'm already the vice president of marketing for Chantress. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, yes, I know, but I'm director of marketing for Lady Eloise, and after all, we are acquiring you. I had a very good indication from someone that the job was mine, all right? Really? From whom? From Lady Eloise. Lady <laughs> Eloise. Lady Eloise. Really? Yes. Marcus, Lady Eloise doesn't make any decisions. She's, she's the name on the package. No, it's her company, the Lady Eloise. She hasn't run this company for 15 years. All of the decisions are made by the board of directors in Paris. This Lady Eloise. She has no power. She's a very sweet woman. She's a little detached from reality. You should see the way she just, uh, she throws herself at young, handsome, Viral man. We're trying to imply that I hit it. Oh no, I see what you're <laughs> Hey. Obviously, how you, how she shows doing? up. Lady Eloise. I don't have any panties on. Yes. Lady Eloise, <laughs> please, we, we have a meeting. Can we just please go? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's warm in here. Just because somebody take off their drawers don't mean that I did something. Okay, so we know that what he did to get that that job, um, and he never got it. So obviously, she did use him like uh, like he was warned. She likes to do, and um, so there you go. So what happens next is they end up at a party. Uh, there's a party for a uh, a new kind of model they're going to be using, and it it that's going to be Grace Jones. But basically, what happens is. Uh, these uh it's all three of them at the party because they, they all do work together at this advertising agency it's Marcus and um Martin Lawrence and David Allen Gurr all three of their characters are here together at the advertising agency and they're there they're at the party and they're like he's telling them what happened and they're like no 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 you need to step up you need to quit you know this and that and then Angela uh, we meet, which is Halle Berry in this movie, comes walking up with Jacqueline. And they see Jacqueline and they're like, no, 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 no. You might want to stay. And um, she does. Obviously, he does. Now, I can't even play the scene where uh, Grace Jones is coming down. She comes down. She's got, uh, she's just got these, she's in this crazy little outfit. She's coming down on where horses should be. There's men pulling a carriage. Uh, she's whipping the shit out of these guys and it's just a crazy little scene where we do see grace jones but um i showed you her in the beginning but uh and I, there's another picture of her right there just wildly hitting these men and don't worry we'll talk way more about uh, grace jones in the upcoming scenes of this movie but um there you go now after all that and there's another scene where actually he's talking to halle berry and um it's a pretty funny scene but right after that, he ends up going up and actually talking to Jacqueline. And basically, he tries hitting on her. I can't blame the guy. Here we go. Good evening, boss. Please do not call me that. I want you to think of me as your colleague. 
So tell me something. You excited about working with Stranger? <laughs> Stop. You know I didn't come up here to talk to you about no Stranger. I came up here to talk to you about us. I'm rapping. This is my Mac Daddy vibe I'm giving you. In all of its splendor, what's up? This oh, is really? The, yes, I'm the Alleganza Mac Daddy of the month. Oh, I see. Well, let me let me get a good look. Check it. It's like Jet Magazine. <laughs> what's up? You are absolutely wonderful. But I, I think that we should kind of make this clear right from the start, so there's no misunderstanding. You see. Okay, I'd love to play the rest with this music behind it, and she does tell him, I'm not going to mix business with pleasure, and um, that's kind of where it goes. She gives him this little blow in the eye. She says, you have something in your eye, and she blows his eye, and he's like, ah, you were hitting on me. I know you were. She swears she wasn't, and she says, trust me, when, if I seduce you, you will know it. And I believe we all would. But um, anyway, here we go a little more. We go right into another scene. We go to another scene with Chris Rock. I got to say, Chris Rock was great in this movie. The little bit Chris Rock was in this movie. I talk about uh, you know maximizing your minutes. Chris Rock knew how to do it, and he did it right here. Here we go. Yo, man, me and some of the minimum wage brothers down in the mailroom would like to know about how long do you think it's going to take you to bone that new executrix? See, I need to know, because we got a little office pool thing going on. Look, it's very crass. It's Roy and I are colleagues, and I have a great deal of respect for her as a person. It's professional, totally professional. Remain professional. So what you saying, man? It's going to take a week? Not you, Marcus. You're the man. Come on, man. All right. Now, we're going to get into the next scene, but I do want you to remember office pool. You need to remember there's an office pool going on because it does get brought up um, in an, in a little while. The the office pool, it does. It gets brought up in about uh, eight or nine scenes down the road as we're going through this movie. And it's not going to take us much longer, actually. It's really only a two-hour movie. And uh, we're already pretty, pretty not an hour into it, but we're about 40 minutes into the movie already. So anyway, um, we're going to now go into the fragrance testing a little bit. We get... Uh, they're all in this, you know, this little office room and conference room. And it's uh, this little fragrance. It's all the fragrance testing basically is going on. And um, this is a pretty good scene right here. You got Grace Jones just acting like the princess that she is in this movie. And uh, let's go ahead and get to it. It. But this fragrance tested very well. Jacqueline, I said I wanted the essence of sex. Yes. Well, I think this is it. You would. I'm going to explain a little bit in this scene. But let me show you. She's taking off her oh, panties. What? I'm talking about. Wait. Unbelievable. Nelson. This is the essence. Of sex. Now, for those on YouTube, you can see she's literally has her panties in uh, old Lloyd's face here. And um, he's not happy about this at all. She puts them on her head and laughs at him. 
and uh, I'm going to keep playing the scene, but just wanted to explain what's going on so you guys aren't uh, completely confused here. Voila. <laughs> oh, Lloyd, come on, Lloyd. Wait, Lloyd. All right, Lloyd walks out and Marcus goes after him. And uh, Marcus, again, he's, he's, he's a player. He's a very smooth talker, though, which obviously comes from you know, the, the advertising, the character. Um, but very smooth talker. And here we go. The fragrance is fine. Nobody's changing anything, okay? That woman doesn't deserve her own fragrance. Do you think Liz Taylor would have thrown her panties in my face? You can ask her, Lloyd. Oh, come on, it's a joke, Lloyd. It's a joke. Ha 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 ha. I'm just trying to be. I'm being funny. Come on, Lloyd. Hey, Lloyd. <laughs> oh, Marcus, you're a devil. I love you. Come on, Marcus. Lloyd even goes skipping back in the room, like. Uh, like Johnny Mathis. Those of you who know Johnny Mathis will get that joke. Those of you who don't may want to look him up. Um, but anyway, uh, great scene. Once again, Marcus, you've got the old smooth talker uh, just trying to get Lloyd to get back in the room. And he does. And they're in this part of it, they're trying to come up with a name for the fragrance. Uh, she has some pretty crazy names for it. Um, this is right when they walk back in the room again. She has some crazy names for this uh, this perfume. And uh, let's do this. List of names for the fragrance. Wet spot. No, sorry, I cost out that one. <coughs> Love puss. Pig puke. After birth. After what? After birth. I'm sorry, I thought you said bath. No, it's English. B-I-R-T-H, bath. Uh, I was just making a distinction between the birth or bath. Birth, birth, birth. Ooh. Thank you, darling. Nelson is the biggest perv in this movie, and I love Nelson in this movie. He, Jeffrey Older is amazing in this part, amazing in this movie, and he's hilarious. Every scene he's in, you just want to laugh. Uh, he's great. He is absolutely great. Let's keep going. Don't make fun of me, okay? My English is not so good. Steel vagina. You understand that one? Yeah. Steel vagina. <laughs> See? What do you think? <clears throat> I... Uh, those are really creative. Oh, thank you. But uh, the name of this fragrance has to be something that, that catches the eye. All right. Here we go with the smooth talking again. We got a little bit of Marcus doing a little bit of smooth talking, and he does come up with an incredible name, and here we go. It has to incite passion, and it has to, it has to be electric, and it has to say glamour, and it has to say sexy, it has to say smart, it has to, it has to, uh, wait a minute. Strange. Your name is all of those things. You're, you're powerful, you're glamorous, you're sexy, you're intelligent. Stra That's what we should call the perfect Stran J. Stran J. Stran J. Stran J. Stran J. Stran J. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. Stran J. 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 Stran J.
You Eddie Murphy with the work it girl. Um, but anyway, obviously, once again, we got Eddie Murphy, the smooth talker in this movie. Uh, just a great part. And Grace Jones, she likes it. Strange likes it. She likes the name of this. And that is the name they decide to go with. Um, after the meeting, uh, he gets has a small little talk with um, Halle Berry. Because I for, did forget to mention that um, in order for Eddie Murphy... Uh, Marcus to go meet Jacqueline he ended up sticking Gerard David Allen Greer with Halle Berry in this movie and they had a very awkward little scene and they didn't talk much but somehow they do have a date and uh, they will be going out he hears that from uh, Angela right now and after the meeting though he does meet with Jacqueline or Robin Givens and uh, they set up a little dinner hilarious scene I need to Need to play this. Realize we're never going to be able to control her, don't you? Why would you want to control Strange? Just let her do what she does, and we'll get more coverage that way. Strange is buck wild. <laughs> yes, you're probably right. So listen, we've got this meeting in New Orleans on the twenty fourth. All of the sales reps are going to be there. Mm. There's a lot of work to be done between now and then. Mm, yeah. Okay, so have dinner or something. Go over it, Marcus. What? Come on. Oh, stop. Ha, ha, ha. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're a... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we were both men, we're colleagues, we could have a business dinner. Now, you're the one flipping this into a man-woman thing. I just said dinner, and let's discuss our workload. That's what I'm talking about. Just dinner? Just our workload over a meal. We've got a hell of a load. (laughs) Okay. Dinner? Dinner. Okay, I'll see you at dinner. Okay, so there we go. We got Eddie Murphy right there. He does get his, it's kind of a date. He knows it's going to be a date. Um, so, you know, we're, we'll see what happens on that. But um, she does come over. And again, there's music. He messes with her a little bit, makes her way to the door. But uh, she comes over and she looks amazing. If you were on YouTube, you could see she has these skin tight pants on. And uh, just looks absolutely fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, and she's there. And the first thing that, Mar- you know, he, Marcus is sitting there. He's getting everything ready. And the first thing he hears is she's out there talking to Yvonne, Tisha Campbell's character. And she hates any woman he goes out with. She, she tries to warn all the women. So that's exactly what she's doing here. Let's do this. So what you're basically trying to say is Marcus is a... A hulk. He's a straight-up Hulk. <laughs> hey! Hey, don't... Hey, come on, stop. He's a no-good barking mutt. Really? Nothing really happened between us or nothing like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's crazy. No, no, this is very... No, no, it's not anything she's bugging. This is very... Tell her I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Hey, girlfriend, girlfriend. Look, don't let him do it to you, girl. He got a plan. What, what, what? You about my size, my height, my weight? Doggy style. Doggy style. I know, girlfriend. Hey, hey, hey. I'm trying to help you out. You know, it's the sister thing. <laughs> great scene. Uh, good movie. It re- a great movie, great scene. Just everything about this whole thing is really, really pretty cool. Um, now, so they're eating and everything. Um, now, between this area, we're flipping back and forth now. We, we're going between 
they're kind of showing the difference in how Marcus's date is going and how Gerard and Angelo's date is going. Um, Marcus's date starts out well. They eat. You know, everything's going good. And then they decide they're going to take the food into the other room. Um, of course, like I said, it flips back and forth. Um, basically, uh, Gerard and Angela never go out or eat or never even order takeout. They just end up arguing over menus and that's it. Now, Marcus ends up kind of, she gets in there and starts watching the basketball game and Marcus is not interested. You know what Marcus wants to do. We all know what Marcus wants to do. God damn it, you got Robin Givens in your apartment in skin-tight pants. Um, so that's what Marcus wants to do. Um, but she doesn't, she doesn't even care. She's really, again, like I said, the first tagline for this movie that we mentioned was a player who's about to get played. She really is playing him. When you think about it, she's using all his kind of moves on him. <laughs> and he doesn't even see it until uh, a little bit later. But um, we do get uh, we get a little awkward goodbye with um, uh, Angela and uh, Gerard, David Allen Greer's character in the movie. And then we get the after-date goodbye with Marcus and Jacqueline. Let's go ahead and do this. Incredible evening. Did you see Jordan's last shot? The man must have been 60 feet out, huh? Yeah, he really can jump. Um, let me come get a cab with you or something. No, no, I'm fine. But you can walk me to the elevator. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> Boy, talk about thinking a date's not going well. When you look at a girl and you just go, oh, what a treat at the end of the date. Well, again, she didn't think it was a date. They were supposed to be going over paperwork and stuff. Their workload, if you remember Eddie Murphy with the uh, with his uh, white man voice, the workload. They were going over the workload. Uh, they never got to the load, workload or any other load. They never got to either one of them. Um and obviously he disappointed, but then right there, we go from there, and we get another scene again. Martin Lawrence, character, his character is so vulgar in this show, but uh, let's go ahead and get to it, folks. Right here, they're working out. Last vote. The term is gay, all right, Tyler? Just because a woman won't sleep with you doesn't mean that she's homosexual. Hey, she's not a lesbian, okay? <laughs> Yo, man, it's been about three weeks, so... She's not a lesbian, man. Yo, firstly, if I was dating somebody that fine, I'd wait, what, eight or nine months? <laughs> you can wait eight or nine years, and you would never have no woman that fine. <laughs> you wild boy. But at least my lady ain't leave me for no damn guardian angel. Why you do that, man? Why you do that? I'd have fucked them up if they do that karate shit. Come on, man, come on, man. Stop, stop, stop. You're gonna get a brother heart attack. Okay, stop. Breathe, breathe. Can I ask you something, man? What? Did you bang Angela yet? Oh, good question. Good question. I mean, Angela and I are just trying to get to know each other on a platonic level, all right? Uh, oh, oh, okay. So, in other words, you ain't hit the twizzard. Not a drop. <laughs> twizzard. What's that? Another one of your colloquialisms for vagina, Tyler? I know what you're getting at, man. You think just because I have a low sperm count that I can't function normally. But see, I don't know why it's low. It should be high. You ain't shooting that. Oh, 
man, will you stop? Leave the brother alone. You shouldn't make fun of you. Flick, he got a problem. Oh, uh, yeah, he got a handicap sign on his ball. Stop that. <laughs> Yo, man, a very well-known doctor told me that by wearing the proper underwear, man, that will cool my testicle walls, man, and that can reverse my whole condition. Oh, okay, well, let me get you some icy hot. <laughs> oh, howdy doody. At least I have had sex in the 90s. Ah, oh. <laughs> What's that? You know what I'm talking about. Yo, don't even try. You know I get some mine. Oh, brother, please. Hey, listen, you are the no pussy getting this, talking this shit in this cat I know. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Yo, don't even try that. You know me. For real. And all I'm saying to you is that if you ain't banging Jacqueline yet, something wrong with her, man. Or something wrong with the Twizzard. There's nothing wrong with Jacqueline. There's nothing wrong with me. It's going to take a little longer than I thought. All right. So we go from there. Great scene. <laughs> David Allen Greer is great in this scene. Uh, it, it, he kind of took over the scene a little bit. If you really, I mean, Jesus, we talk about scene stealers on these shows. I think David Allen Greer might have stole that scene uh, more than once. More than once, uh, a couple of times. He definitely took over, and uh, that was pretty that was pretty goddamn awesome by him in this scene. Um, now we're on the plane. They're heading to New Orleans. Um I assume the reason he's riding over with Angela Halle Berry is because Jacqueline's either already there or something. I don't know. They never explained it, but uh, we're on the plane and he's there and he's talking to Halle Berry a little bit. Here we go. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. It's just that these sales conventions are really boring, you know? I'm not looking mm. forward to it. Yeah, that can be pretty boring, but we're going to New Orleans. Have you been to New Orleans? No. Seems like it's a, uh, a sexy town. Yeah, it's a real, it's a romantic town, you know? It's a kind of place where you just take somebody that you love and just sit back, relax, throw on the jazz, and just, just chill. All right. So that's, again, there's a whole music behind that. I can't play much more of it, but um, I apologize for that. But I can't really play much more of that scene, but uh, they're going through there. And um, they're on the plane ride, uh, you know, just kind of riding. And she makes a few remarks kind of, kind of hinting she's a little interested in, uh, could be interested at one point. Um is what she makes in Marcus. Uh, but anyway, they, they do get to New Orleans. Um, can't play much of this scene, but he's there. He's dancing with Robin Givens in this scene. And, you know, great, you know, kind of just New Orleans-style music going on in the background. Really cool cool little uh, great music going on. Um, but, uh, and finally, he kind of starts grabbing on her a little bit, and she's like, I think we should leave. And they get upstairs, and let me see something here. They get upstairs... And um, there's he ends up upstairs with her, and they are he pretends his lock doesn't work, and she invites him in. And I can't play this. There's music behind this whole scene, so I can't play it. But um, we go from there, and they do end up uh, making making love in this movie, and we go right from there. And what does he do, of course, the next morning? Wakes up, checks her feet, and they are perfect. And the funniest thing about this scene is, I can't play it because it's visual, but he's sitting there, and, you know, they're, they're lying there. He's, you know, so there's kind of spooning, and 
he smiles when he sees her feet and he starts like grabbing on her and kissing her face. And he's like, Oh God, I think I love you. Your feet are perfect. You're perfect. Everything. And, um, that's pretty much the whole scene right there. Again, I can't really play much more of it. Um, there's music behind the, the whole scene. So from that scene though, we go to a store. All right. And they're in this store and they meet this rude fucking sales guy. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the scene. Here we go. She's amazing. She even has pretty feet, this girl. Oh, yeah? How's the cooch? Man, that is crass. May I help you? Oh, no, we're okay. We're just browsing. Immediately, this rude sales guy looks at him. Now, you can, have, if you're on YouTube, you can see the picture of him right here. You can see that he's just a kind of a stuck-up looking gentleman and doesn't really trust these guys. But we're going to go ahead anyway. And uh, keep playing the scene. Yo, look, look. I'm a realist, right? If the coochie's good, everything else falls into place. It's more than sex with this girl. I dig her, you know, her spirit and her mind and everything. She's bad. She could be Miss Grant. Oh, yeah? You think I'm joking? She's that bad, man. <laughs> Marcus is in love. Yo! Yo, I'm getting this, Marcus. Step off. That okay. To, just to so you know what jacket he's looking at, it is almost looks like it has Space Invaders characters. It is black and white. There's circle. It is awful. It is an awful looking jacket. And uh, here we go. Jacket is eighteen hundred dollars. No refunds. What you think I can't pay for it? Well, there is no layaway plan. Hey, we're okay. We don't need any help. We don't keep cash in the store. Asshole. Just suck him, man. Don't even trip on that. Racial. Yeah, you're right, man. He's, don't even trip on that. Wait, no refund? I mean, what's he think? You're going to take the jacket, wear it, stank it all up to be damned, and then, like, give it back to him? I mean, we, we can't get over this. There's a certain group of people. There's a natural fear of black people. They're programmed. You know, like, watch. Ah! Just black man screaming now at him. He thought it was the end of the war. He did jump like a motherfucker. He did. Uh, and he deserved that shit. I will say he 100% deserved that. Um, you know, I, I, mean, I mean, just look at the way they're all dressed. None of them are sitting, coming in and, you know, looking scraggly, even though that's not a reason to judge anybody either. I mean, I've seen people dress in jeans and T-shirts, afford more than, you know, be just as rich as anyone else. Jesus Christ, look at Jimmy Buffett. That guy could probably afford to buy a fucking island and he, he he's in fucking, you know, uh, um, you know, Hawaiian shirts and fucking khakis half the time. Uh, but anyway, uh, he they end up going back and Marcus walks in <clears throat> and uh, it's Halle Berry and um, it's Jacqueline and Angela. They're sitting there, they're talking and, um, you know, in the office and. Hell, uh, Jacqueline, Robin Givens, actually is like, I can confirm his reputation is well-deserved. And so basically she tells him that they did sleep together. And um, I can play right where Marcus walks in, but there's music behind him in the beginning, so I can't play that. So here we go. Let's play where I can play from. Oh, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You like it, really? Yes, I like it. I like it a lot. Great, thank you. New Orleans. Okay, anyway, uh, I forgot I missed a scene there. Um, so basically what we're going to do, Marcus walks in and he st catches him and he starts 
kissing on her right in the office. Here we go. This, what? Hon, I don't think that we should do this in the office. What? I, I really don't. Stop bugging me. Hey, I got a couple of hours off. Why don't oh. get up top of the desk and oh. first and go crazy? Huh? <laughs> um, mm. listen. You're not getting serious on me, are you? Hmm? Talking about am I getting serious? What is that? Well, you know, where you want this to to grow into a relationship where, God, we're together all the time, stuff like that. Uh, ex Are you? Excuse me. <laughs> I, I know that you're not telling me that New Orleans was a flame. No. No, no. I had a great time in New Orleans. You know I had a great time in New Orleans. So what's the problem? Well, I just think that New Orleans was New Orleans, and we should leave it at that. <laughs> oh, it's not like I'm trying to, you know, pressure you or anything like that. Was... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not proposing or anything, you know. <laughs> of course like not. My tuxedo was ironed and I'm like that, you know. <laughs> I believe in taking things slow, too. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I was just wondering when we could see each other again, that's all. <sighs> I don't know kind of busy right now. I just found out that I'm going to have to be spending a lot of time out of town, so I'll get back to you, okay? You get back to me. <laughs> I don't have my schedule. My secretary's out of town. He wants some kind of office pool, so... Okay, so you see right there the office pool. I told you to remember that. Her secretary won the office pool. <laughs> so... There you go. I told you to remember that. It was going to come up one more time in the movie, and there it was right there. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, keep going just a little more with this scene, and then we're going to roll into the uh, to the next scene. Here we go. I'll call you. Marcus, with regards to us doing it again, I'll get back to you. That's a, that's a new one on Marcus. Well, uh, just don't make me wait too long, because it's not like I got to you know sit by the telephone and wait for somebody to get back to me. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I realize that... You of all people will not be waiting alone, so I will try and get back to you soon. Okay, so once again, she kind of played played him a little bit here, and uh, <laughs> he's not used to it. These are like his moves being used. It's like his powers are being used against him here uh, in this in this scene, and he just really doesn't know what to do. He's not used to it. Um, now he said he wouldn't be waiting by the phone. Uh, bullshit. He's literally waiting by the phone, making sure the phone is working. Um, he's got his ear to the phone. He's waiting for the phone to work. Finally, finally the phone rings and, um, the, <laughs> finally the phone rings and, uh, here we go. Hello. Yes. Yes. Hello. Yes. Mr. Graham. Yes. Uh, Miss Breuer has asked me to tell you that she is free the evening of the 12th. The 12th is three weeks from now! Sorry, that's her first opening. Should I pencil you in? Pencil? Not even pen. Pencil! Yeah. Damn. Pencil. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Alright, so he takes the date anyway. He's like, alright, I'll do what I gotta do. Not a problem. So he waits. They, uh, he's supposed to meet her. Obviously, it's a rainy night. Uh, she doesn't show up. Um, 
couple of guys come up and try to sell him jewelry. Uh, he ain't having none of it. <laughs> it's just a funny little scene. I can't. There's music behind that scene too. I can't play that. Um, he even goes up to the teller, asks uh, when the movie started uh, or the show. I'm not sure what, what if it was a Broadway play or a movie they were waiting for. Either way, they were expensive tickets. Um, this is a, a really funny scene that I wish I could play, but I can't do it. But he starts making phone calls, like in the in at pay phones. I, yeah, 1992, there were still pay phones, people. I don't know if anyone <laughs> pay phones. Google it. I understand you're confused right now, some of my audience. Pay phones. Google that. But uh, he's making phone calls looking for Jacqueline. He's standing in the rain looking for Jacqueline. And um, he does go home. And um, I can play from there because the music is over. And basically we're going to get a quick thunder strike. And then we see Jacqueline showing up. Hey, can you check to see if there's been any access between JFK and Midtown, please? Oh, what the hell is 911 for? Well, I want to talk to a supervisor. Hello? Oh, you finally decided to show up. I had some meetings that ran over, so I had to take a later flight. can't pick up the telephone and call somebody, right? Well, I would have called Marcus, but they didn't have a phone on the plane. I've wasted $200 on tickets. Just waste it and it's all your fault, okay? Sorry. Listen, why don't I just give you the money for it? It's nothing to do with the money, okay? You're being inconsiderate. Remember that you didn't me. You didn't do any... I was calling all over New York for you. You could have been laying on the side of a road somewhere. It's very sweet. Uh, remember that $200, by the way. Remember that. Sweet. That's very, very sweet. One of my tricks, okay? I know the flower thing. She handed him a single rose. Listen, I'm upset with you. What you did was inconsiderate, and I'm upset. Well, maybe I should just go. Yeah. I'll go. All right, little music behind here, so I can't really play it. But um, she basically starts to go, and he's like, no, 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 look, 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 look. It's been a long night. I'm tired. I'm the one tripping. And literally, that's the line he uses. And she goes, okay. She undoes her jacket she has on, this green jacket, and there is brawn panties underneath. And if you're on YouTube, you are lucky because you are looking at it, and you can see it, and you can see it right there also, two shots of her. Unbelievable, beautiful, beautiful girl. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to play this, but it's kind of a funny sex scene. And this is kind of the end of the sex scene where the music's kind of over. And uh, he's 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 at that moment, folks. And uh, his he even turns his feet into like a big thumbs up. It's really crazy. Uh, I got the picture of his feet right here. And... Um, <laughs> Yes, Dirk, she has a six-pack. I mean, she has like an eight-pack in this movie. But uh, here we go. We'll play this little funny sex scene right here. At the end, while he's climaxing. Ah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to come here. I don't want to come here. I don't want to come here. No, 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 no. no. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. Woo. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, oh, 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 no, wait, wait, no, don't, don't do nothing. Don't do, don't do nothing. Don't you say, don't, don't say nothing. Don't do no, don't, no, don't touch me. Don't touch me, don't move. Don't, don't do nothing. Just hold still. Oh, don't hold. No, no, no. Don't, do Sweet God, oh, no. Oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. You knew it was coming. You knew what? He starts sucking his thumb. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can't, again, the next scene uh, after that, I can't really uh, play much of, but I can show you a couple pictures here on YouTube. Um, she, he, he wakes up, it's still middle of the night, um, and she's leaving. She's getting dressed, and um, she says, look, I got a meeting in the morning. I got to meet the, the, you know, this person, that person, so blah, blah, blah. And uh, he goes, uh, she leaves, and he looks over on the night table, and there's $200 bills right beside a uh, condom wrapper. And he he's, he kind of has this look on his face like, oh, my God. And then he, he feels violated. He pulls the covers up like he's just been violated. <laughs> it's just, it's such a great, it's such a great movie and a great scene. Again, if you really look at the, kind of the history all these people have together. There was no way it was going to be a good movie. They worked together. They kind of knew each other's style. They knew each other, you know, kind of just as friends. So probably why it was such just a great movie. But Eddie Murphy, always great. And yeah, he just he just feels violated and used. Um, but we go from that scene uh, straight into uh, talking to Stranger in a restaurant. Um could see there's subtle music behind it. Nothing I think I'm going to get in trouble for. So let's go ahead and do this. I'm a little concerned about how the layout was going to be. But I'm picturing you and these beautiful white sand beaches, right? And these powder blue skies, crystal beautiful water. And you stand in the middle of all of this looking breathtaking. So when are we going to fuck? What? According to Jacqueline, you are really great in bed. Oh, Jacqueline told you I was really good in bed. Well, according to Jacqueline, you really know how to move your ass, you know? Oh, she told you I know how to move my ass in bed. Okay, okay. Uh, well, uh, I, I don't know what Miss what, what Jacqueline has told you, but it's not that kind of party, and I'd appreciate it if... Okay, so two things you can tell here. First of all, he's falling for Jacqueline. You can tell that, like, falling hard, which, again, she's playing him. She's doing all this, like, takeaway stuff that he does. And uh, it's fucking with him. And um, Strange really wants to fuck him. That's the second thing you can tell. And I just thought I'd keep playing the scene from there. Hey, what's the matter with you? Stop that. Stop. Stop it. Will you stop it? Get out of here. Amerde, alors. I mean, I don't believe this. You are going to turn down a pussy like this. <laughs> Staring you smack in your face. No man can turn down this pussy. You stop. I don't know any man that can refuse this you pussy. Stop saying pussy. People are eating in here. Pussy. 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 Puss, puss, pussy. <laughs> Trying to find out a cat. Where is that cat? What's the you stop What's the matter with you? You don't like women? Huh? Yes, that's it. He tries I it. I don't like women. He tries it. Gay. You're not gay. You're not gay. You just don't want to fuck me. 
<laughs> the guy spitting out his suit. This soup is the best part of the scene. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. The guy just spits his soup out. It's great, great. I see when I know what the gay guy looks like. My brother is gay, and you, you, he's gay. <laughs> and he is gay. Merde. Toi, tu sais même pas te chier, même pas baisser, pas t'enculer. So she walks out, obviously. Um, and that's, of course, right when uh, Jacqueline is walking back up and she's like, What the hell did you do? And he's like, I didn't fucking do shit. So here we go. That's a cool name. Marcus Graham. What did you say? What did I do you say? Realize what did that I realize I did a woman screaming from the past? How, how dare you discuss what I do with you in bed sexually with that woman? As soon as you leave the room, she starts going on about how she wants to fuck me. How can you talk about? Okay, we got music behind this scene. Basically, she walks out there. Uh, Strange says she's quitting, and Angela threatens her with lawsuits you have a contract blah 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 um but the argument does continue after strange finally leaves and i guess we can go ahead and get right into that scene we we're, we're, we don't have many more at all we're uh, rolling through this movie pretty quick and uh here we go kind of the second part of the argument uh strange leaves and says yes i'll do everything and there we go Tell you the truth, Marcus. I don't feel very well. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. You made me feel dirty, and I don't believe this whole thing is happening to me, okay? Look at you. God, Marcus. You get yourself all upset and worked up over nothing. Well, nothing. That's what sex is to you, nothing, huh? What have happened to caring and sharing and commitment? I know it sounds a little old-fashioned, but some people still think things like that are important. And you've made it painfully obvious that you're not one of them people. All right, so literally, he's now thinking of terms of not a player, but of being with her. And, you know, it's not, again, he's not used to where his mind is going right now. And he really has fallen for her. He loves her almost, it seems like. So let's keep going. A little bit more of this scene, and then we'll uh, keep going to the next scene. Well, why don't I give you a second to think about it. Hmm? Oh, really? Yeah. I think I think you should you know, do your own thing. Okay, Marcus. It's over. All right. So there you go. Over. They walk away. Everything's done. Um. Obviously, he's not happy. She's. She just kind of moves on with her life, though. Just kind of keeps going with everything, not giving a shit uh, about anything. Everyone in the office when he walks in the next day is pointing, laughing at him. Uh, it's pretty harsh when he walks in the office the next day. I uh, I would hate for that to happen to me. Talk about fucking like hostile workplace. Uh, that would not make you feel well. Um, Nelson comes in, though. And uh, he's like, listen. What are we going to do with this, uh, um, you know, Strange spot? 
And this is where you see that Marcus is just not giving a shit. He just doesn't give a fuck anymore. And uh, here we go. Marcus, excuse me. I need the storyboard for the stranger spots. I'm shooting next week. Now, just from that quick scene, just all I wanted to play because there's music behind it. He tells him, go do whatever you want to do. Anything you want to do, you're the man. You go get it done. Angela is in there and she kind of looks at him like, oh, do you know what you're doing? Um, and uh, she basically goes and talks to Angela here is uh, the next scene we're going to see or hear. Here we go. Excuse me, Jacqueline. Yeah. Can I talk to you for just a second? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I know it's none of my business what's going on with you and Marcus, but can you try to take it easy on him? Please. Excuse me? Well, whatever it is you're doing to him, it's starting to affect his work. What I am doing to him? Yeah. Wow. Um, well, it seems like whatever it is I'm, I'm doing to him, you are taking rather personally. Am I mistaken? <laughs> huh? No, Jackie. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's just affecting his work. That's all. Mm. Well, we don't want to do that. Thanks, Jack. Okay. So, once again, you can... <coughs> excuse me, kind of see that <coughs> Angela... She's really just kind of a nice girl. She just is caring caring person and just kind of likes everybody but you can see she kind of does have a little a little more too much care for Marcus and um you know even with the just kind of the whole body language and everything right there if you were listening you could watch the movie and see that but um we go from this to the ad oh the ad um the ad is awful. <laughs> Excuse me, just an awful ad. It's it's almost like he took the afterbirth part. One, she's in this crazy outfit. She gives birth to a bottle that has the perfume in it. It's bright blue. She kisses the bottle. Um, the tagline is Strange. It stinks so good. I don't think that would work very well. Um, but... Uh, the reaction was not very good by the by anybody there. Um, I can actually uh, here. I'll put up the picture of Eartha Kitt's face uh, right here. She is not happy, and here we go with that scene right now. Ridiculous. Well, the board wanted me to let you go. I convinced them to give you another chance. Well, uh, as an employee, I thank you for saving my job, and as your lover, I thank you for ruining my life. Oh, come on, Marcus. I didn't ruin your life. You ruined your life. I said this was going to happen. I was just hoping it didn't happen with you. The only thing that I can suggest is perhaps you should take a few weeks off. And that's what he does. He takes a few weeks off. Um, goes, just kind of chills for a little while. 
Um, there is one really cool picture, though, when he's doing this little vacation thing where he's just kind of depressed and doesn't know what to do. And again, he's missing her. Um, but if there's one really cool picture that came out where he's in his, uh, looks like he's in his house and there's eight TVs. They all have clouds rushing past them. And, um, it just made for a really cool picture with him just sitting there. Um, I, I, you can see the picture on YouTube. I took the picture, uh, threw it out there and, um, it was pretty cool. But, um, finally Angela decides to go get this man. Um, he's sitting in his house. He's not a happy camper. So she decides to go get him and brings him to a class of hers, an art class, because she's obviously an artist um, in this movie. So brings her out to the art class, him out to the art class. And she has two students that are just really awesome. They kind of focus on, we have uh, this kid right here, who is um, the uh, kind of the militant child. Um, you know, and I, hold on, I, I, I didn't want, I, I don't know why I didn't have this scene. We can play a little bit of this. Here, hold on. There's no reason not to. Thank you, everybody. This is Mr. Graham. Throw something at him. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> These children are kids that I teach art to whose schools can't afford an art program. Oh, so nice. <laughs> now, remember last week we saw... Whoops, my this. Sit down, Marcus. Remember last week we looked at collages from Romare Bearden, right? Yeah. And this week, what were you supposed to do? Bring your own collages. Okay. Who wants to show me theirs first? Oh, boy. Kenny. All right. Kenny's our first kid up right here on YouTube. Greetings, my Nubian princess. My king. This is the sun, and these are the sun rays, and this is a big, giant, huge hole in the ozone layer, and this is what's going to happen to people and animals if we don't fix up the ozone layer quickly. It's very Afrocentric. You gotta like this, Kenny. What a lively little thing you are. <laughs> okay, tell us about this. This is my house. This is the sun. This is a spear. And this is a shield. Then we have. <laughs> then right here, this is my fishbowl. Then this is blood. Then <laughs> this these is are blood. my clothes. And these are the fish. Yeah, why? This is the fish bowl up here, right? And these are the fish, and this is the floor. Why aren't the fish in the bowl? Because I don't want them there. But they can't live on the floor. See, again, art, art can be very abstract. It doesn't have to make sense, only in the artist's mind. All right, so there we go. He had a little you know, outing with these students. And um, after the class, though, she kind of explains why she did it. She's like, you know, I want to take your mind off of everything. And you probably never once thought about Jacqueline. And... You know, obviously they were right. So let's go ahead and knock that. Now you cannot tell me you did not have fun in there with those kids. I ain't saying it wasn't fun. I'm just saying I wasn't in the right mindset. Mindset? What do you mean? You didn't think about Jacqueline one time while you were in there. That's true. And I bet you didn't think about the Strange commercial either. Right? Yeah, you're right. You know what? The kids are a little more inspirational than I've been lately. I'll admit. Thank you. Okay. She gets an idea for an ad um, and they go in they do the ad and um, there's a little kind of thing I want to put out here they go into the room and they're with this editor this editor is um, you know this is his only scene 
And uh, he has a funny line about uh, they're trying to decide if it's a nipple or a shadow. And he fo- he blows it up and he says, oh, definitely a nipple. I'm I'm drooling. Uh, but um, this is Melvin Van Peebles, Mario Van Peebles' father in this scene. Uh, Mario Van Peebles was in New Jack City. So, you know, him from there. And uh, did a show back in the day called Sunny Spoon. Mario Van Peebles was in. I liked it. I don't think it lasted more than maybe one, maybe two seasons at the most. I think only one. Didn't do well. But um, that is who is in this scene. And if you're sitting there on YouTube, you can you can check that out. Uh, but anyway, after that, we kind of go and uh, they get the ad done. They uh, now we go to the dinner. This this is where it gets fun. Um, this is one of the greatest dinners ever. They finally meet Angela meets Gerard's parents. Uh, again, we talked about it was John Witherspoon and um, oh, BB. I completely forgot her last name. Um, but anyway, it's no big deal. We'll go ahead and keep rocking and rolling here with this. And um, here we are. I'm going to play a little bit of the beginning of the scene. But this is a long scene, but we're going to have to do it. It's just worth it. We all know it is. Here we go. Angela Gerard's mother brought us a whole trough of chitlins. Oh. Okay. Yo, I want a bowl. This the little girl you've been talking about? Agatha? Angela. <laughs> Angela Lewis. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Isn't she pretty? Yeah. She looked like one of Marcus' girls. Hey, 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 well, hey, Agatha, why don't you go in the kitchen and help Miss Jackson with these chitlins? Go on, you'll go in the kitchen. Oh, go on cutie the kitchen. pie. <laughs> I'm trying to impress you, you know that. I know. Yeah. Now, where'd you get the mushroom shirt? I got to know. Well, the secret is you've got to coordinate. Uh-huh. Most people don't coordinate. See, so you got to coordinate. Yes, that's what you did. Yeah. Interesting. See, I told you they don't stink when you pull the membrane out. Mama, <laughs> you saw me, you saw the mushroom I shirt. Mushroom shirt. Bang, mushroom shirt. Mushroom shirt. But see, you can't stop with the mushroom shirt. You now, gotta I would, go on. I would have stopped that no, shirt. No, you got to keep going. Okay. Now, let me show you something. Look at that. Oh, you got on Mushroom belt. M- Gerard, did you know your pops had a mushroom belt on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you don't stop there, see? No, you gotta you keep going. What you got, a mushroom ring? Yes, good idea. Look what I got. Duh! <laughs> Gerard, did you know on the inside was special mushrooms? Yes! Mm. All right. So there you go. Before we start the actual dinner, we did the before dinner. We'll actually get to the dinner uh, right now, actually. Um, but <laughs> again, if you're on YouTube, you're actually getting to see the belt, the jacket, the whole ensemble. And aren't you lucky to get to see that, um, in this movie? Great stuff here. John, again, all these, these, all these lines by John Witherspoon completely improvised. Um, and all this, this whole scene was put in after the filming was done. They, reshot a scene to do this. Um, Eddie Murphy demanded this man be in the movie. And uh, after this next scene, you can see why. So here we go. We are at the dinner. Mm-hmm. Simply delicious, Marcus. I keep telling you, Mom, she should take some cooking lessons from you. All she do is cook pork, 
I bet we eating everything on the pig, from the rooter to the tutor. The whole pig, huh? You didn't marry me for my cooking. <laughs> you got that right, baby. That's why we got little Junior over there. Bang, 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 Daddy, bang, bang, bang. Must you embarrass me in front of my friends on every possible occasion? Now, see, see that? That's your son. Private school got him off to diddy like that. Yeah, man. Chill, it's your father. Mr. Jackson, Angela made this meal. It wasn't me. I can't take credit for it. It was Angela. Oh, very good. Very good. Huh. Good pick, Junior. Daddy, I told you that Angela and I are just friends. Mm-hmm. Just friends, huh? Yes. Just friends. Leave it alone. Damn. That man is deep in the friend zone. I mean, that's that's not going to be easy to get out of. So anyway, let's, uh, let's keep going with the scene because we have not even got close to the best lines yet. And here we go. Hon, they told you that 500 times. Just let it go. Fine. We changed the subject. Now, Marcus, I hear a girl dog got you pussy whipped. <laughs> Why don't you reverse it? Don't be pussy whipped. Whip that pussy! Look, bang, 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 Ooh, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> okay, I think we just got to the best line of the movie once again, improvised by John Witherspoon. Um, amazing! Just the that whole scene just makes the movie, and I'm so glad that they decided to re, like I said, redo this and add this scene because it's absolutely a great scene. Um, Got one more scene I'm going to play, and then uh, we'll keep going with this a little bit. Uh, but uh, just a great goddamn scene in this movie. Um, but here's another good scene that's just hilarious. Um, we get uh, Gerard is outside the bathroom waiting for his parents, and uh, we find out why. You really insist on staying around all day with a long face, right? Man, my parents been in that bathroom damn near an hour, man. So what? Well, they've been in there, isn't it? Your parents are smoking a joint in my bathroom? No, they've been <laughs> in there fucking. <laughs> he cut. Damn, goodness, what's for dessert? Wow. Puts his jacket on inside out. Uh, the mom guy, she comes walking out with this look on her face, all the both all disheveled. And, and, and the only thing Eddie Murphy tries to say something, he can't. He can't. He just grabs him and hugs him. Just holds him. Just I mean, what are you gonna do? He he just just, just grabs him. Here. <laughs> he puts down the CDs. And just holds him. I mean, <laughs> the poor guy. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, everybody starts leaving. And uh, the next thing you know, like I said, everyone just kind of starts leaving. And Mark just finally walks into his kitchen. And he sees the mess. Angela says, you want to help? He's like, no, no, no. I got this. I got this. Well, he looks at the mess. And he's like, I'm going uh, to take you up on that. And they clean. We don't see them cleaning, but uh, we see them afterwards. They sit down, and we get a little talk about Star Trek in this movie um, right now, actually. And uh, 
They Fall Asleep, and we'll go ahead and play that. I don't care if I never see another cup plate again in my life. Man. Oh, my feet are killing me. Can I take my shoes off? Yeah, you can. You have the whole house smell like funky corn chips. Please, <laughs> my feet do not stink. Star Trek's coming on. I love Star Trek. Do you really? Yeah, I'm a Trekkie. Get out of here. I'm a Trekkie. Look at Captain. <laughs> Ain't Captain Kirk the coolest white man on the planet? He's cute. You know, you can always tell who's going to get killed when you watch this show. Now, look, who, look who's beaming down. You see Kurt, McCoy, Spock, and Yeoman Johnson. Now, doesn't Yeoman Johnson know he's going to get killed? If I was Yeoman Johnson, I'd say, hey, I'm not going. Now, I know what's going to happen. Oh, it's amazing how you just sort of broken down this whole Star Trek thing. No, I'm a Trekkie. That's why I broke it down to the, the barest essence of the Trek. I'm a Trekkie. I know everything about Star Trek. Mm. What's Captain Kirk's first name? Captain. No, it's not Captain. His name is James T. Kirk. See? Mm. What's Mrs. Spock's last name? Mm. See? You didn't even know that name. His name is Spock Jenkins. One of the Jenkins boys from Vulcan. Didn't know he was one of the Jenkins boys. Learned something. Jesus, I wonder if they were in the Warriors. They could have been right next to the Jones, next to the Jones Street Boys. See, you could have had the Jones Street Boys and the Jenkins Boys. Could have happened. You never know. Anyway, uh, Marcus and Angela, they do fall asleep. Um, Marcus wakes up. You got the national anthem going in the background. <laughs> Definitely not getting that one. Um, and they just start kissing. Next thing you know, you know what happens. They don't show any of that, but we understand what's going on here. Um, so there you go. That happens there. They do show the ad finally uh, to uh, uh, Jacqueline. She loves it. She gives Marcus credit for it. And Marcus says, no, I didn't do what Angela did. And they're kind of flirting around there in the building a little bit. And, uh, you know. Jacqueline kind of sees that and is a little, not jealous, but, you know. But um, after this scene, though, we go right to a pool game with Martin Lawrence, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy, and David Allen Greer. And uh, they're sitting there playing pool. And this is where we get kind of a little emotional scene in this movie. And let's do this. It's racial. Well, expand. I like that. Now, check it out. The white ball dominates everything, right? It knocks the shit out the yellow ball, the red ball, right? And the game's over when the white ball drives the black ball completely off the table. <sighs> now, why is that? I don't know, but I'm sure you tell me, my brother. <laughs> sure you right. Look, it's because of the white man's fear of the sexual potency of black yeah. balls. <laughs> now, that one was kind of interesting. <laughs> you see, what was... I see where you're going, and the pool table is the earth. That's why it's green. Oh, sh it's see, earth. your shit is coming out now. And in the world, they used to think it was flat. <laughs> School him. Hey, when you do the Oprah Winfrey show, I'm going to be front row. 
It's not about jokes. Me and him are here. It's not about. Hey, well, that one was that one was kind of deep. You went to the bottom of the ocean on that. <laughs> bottom of the ocean. Losers get the beer, so I'm gonna get the beer. But see how our thing is here? Oh yes, we're on the same wavelength. Dead we're, is. We're the same cat. Get him there. Okay, I get him. I'm gonna work on him. Yo, man, he's getting worse. We got to find him a woman quick. He's gonna be all right. Hey, how are things with you and Angela? Oh, we're cool, man, you know. <clears throat> well, we went out a couple times, man, and she was getting so involved that I said, look, I'm just gonna pull back. Mm. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I told her, I said, look here, girl, do your thing. See other men, because <laughs> I'm gonna see other women, you know. I just didn't want to break her heart right off, you know. I just pull out easy, you know what I mean? Okay, good, good. So you don't mind if she goes out with other guys, then? Oh, y'all yeah, know. Oh, you thinking of hooking up with Tyler? <laughs> uh, no, nothing like that. Why are you asking, man? I was just curious. All right, so you know where this is going. Gerard's about to find out, and uh, it doesn't go very well from there. Here we go. Can you, Marcus? Did you sleep with Angela? Yeah, I did. Why do you always have to have all the girls, Marcus? Just said a couple seconds ago you didn't care who she went out with. Now you find out it's me and you're flipping, you know? You're being a hypocrite. I don't want to hear that bullshit, man. This is different. Angela is a nice girl. So I can't be with a nice girl? No. Because all you're going to do is dog her out like you do every woman in your life. <sighs> okay, tell me this, man. Why Angela? What, she has nice feet? Oh, it has nothing to do with her feet or anything like that, man. I care about this man, girl. You don't care about nobody but yourself, man. Like I said, that didn't work out very well. Obviously, um, Gerard leaves. Immediately, uh, Martin Lawrence's character comes up and he's like, what did you do, man? Uh, he knew. Everybody knew what was going wrong here. But um, anyway, uh, he didn't care. He still ended up with Angela uh, in this part right here. So he's with Angela. And my wife is coming back in for another shot real quick. So uh, we can just keep talking a little bit here. Ooh. Plops down the bottle. Got to get this. God damn it. The bottle's cold and wet. Hold on. Let me try to dry that off a little bit. And here we go. I got it right now. Let me get the shot glasses real quick here. I know this is great for everybody here on audio. Well, it's Dirk's up there. Bobby. All right. She's going to pour real quick. Um, but anyway, he's with Angela. He's in the shower. She gets him out of the shower. And... Um, Goes in, starts showing him some artwork of blue people, which will come up a little bit later. We're almost done anyway. And um, next thing you know, Jacqueline calls. And he gets all, like, nervous and 
twitchy and anyway uh that's what happens there so give me one sec one shot real quick uh clink and uh cheers once again to youtube and listeners Pineapple. Oh, it looks like we're going to drink that bottle tonight. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, hell, we drank one last night. So thank God this one isn't this. Isn't could you make more noise? Yeah. Oh, okay. She could. There you go. All right. Now we know. Anyway, he kind of gets all freaky. And he's like, oh, no, uh, Angela was just, uh, she was just, you know, stopping by not letting her know, Jacqueline know that uh, she was living there, basically. Has all her artwork there and stuff. Didn't want her to know that. And they have a meeting, the spot that they did, tested very well. And he goes, gets ready to, for the meeting. They love the perfume, uh, the perfume spot, the perfume ad. They love everything about it. Um, oh, I forgot to show you the picture here. You see the blue people right there that uh, she was looking at. And they go, and again, they're meeting the French. And uh, here, hold on one second here. Let me go back just a little bit. And they meet, here we go. Let's go through here. Meet the French people. Here they are right now. And uh, we're going to kind of roll through a little bit. We'll play a little bit of this part. Kind of where him and Angela, or I'm sorry, Jacqueline, kind of rekindle more than rekindle. Here we go. Excuse and uh, non. Écoute, écoute. Avec vos idées, avec vos idées, nous régnons sur l'univers entier. Allons, mes enfants. Allons. Les plumes. You are brilliant. God, Marcus, I loved it. I loved it. A little French man screaming magnifique with a little bead of sweat running down his face, man. I knew I had that cat. Marcus, you are incredibly talented. Well. Thank you. Lady Eloise thanks you. Tell I said hey. I'm sure Stranger would like to thank you personally. Yeah, she'd like to thank the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before the music hits too long, you see there she's coming on to him, kind of trying to seduce him again, and she does. They do end up sleeping together again, and um, he goes and tries to sneak in to hit back to his house, and he sneaks in, jumps into bed, thinks Angela's sleeping, her eyes open, we know she's not sleeping, so she knows exactly what's going on at this point, um, and she's pissed in the morning, very pissed, and you know what, let's hear How'd it go last night? I'm okay. Just okay? Must have gone pretty well. You didn't get home until the middle of the night. I went for a walk so I could sort some things out that was in my head that I was tripping on. Like the fact that you're still in love with Jacqueline, right? Angela, I saw the woman and a bunch of stuff that was in me I didn't even know was still there came out. 
things happen. There's certain things you just have no control over, right? Really? Like what? Like love. Love? You know, what do you know about love? What do you possibly think you know about love? You know, I'm sick and tired of men using love like it's some kind of disease you just catch. Love should have brought your ass home last night. Didn't you just hear me say I was sorry? I heard you say you're sorry. You're sorry and you're tired. You don't love me. You don't love Jacqueline. You only love your damn self. How could you say I never cared about you? You know, Jacqueline says that I'm a better person now, and I know I owe that all to you. Ooh. That was worth a slap. I'm out of here. That was worth a slap. That should not have been said. Uh, man, for a player, that was a dumb fucking line. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, he should have known better than to say that, that one right there, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but anyway, obviously she knows what's going on. Um, and it's fun. after this, we get a scene where he's in there. Uh, he's in the room. He's with Jacqueline. Uh, she is looking amazing. I will go ahead and pop that picture up on YouTube for all you lucky YouTube every, uh, people right there. And it's right then when he's just about to make love to Jacqueline that he realizes he loves Angela. So here we go. What? <laughs> I'm in love with somebody. Angela. Right. So now you think that you're in love with Angela. No, no, no. I know. Just at this moment, I know I'm in love with that woman. Hmm. Marcus, if you are in love with Angela, why are you here with me? Hmm? Exactly. And he gets up and leaves. He just gets up and he walks away. Um, she's left there like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, he has, she has no clue. So he goes home and he's just kind of sulking around his apartment. The next scene, though, we get Martin Lawrence kicking the old fry daddy. Uh, it looks it's literally an old fry daddy. He's frying up chicken. Ah, Damn, that sounds fucking delicious right now. I'm kind of hungry. My wife made diet food tonight. I could use some fried chicken be honest with you anyway let's just let's keep going from there before she walks in again with a shot uh unexpectedly hopefully she doesn't right now but um we get martin lawrence right there you actually can see you, you picture of the old fry daddy right there uh, i think it actually is a, i think it actually is a fry daddy uh we have air fryers now we don't need this anymore so we don't even bother with those things anymore but um we're at Martin Lawrence's apartment here. Um, and the next thing you know, uh, there's a knock on the door after, and it's Marcus first, and then another knock at the door, and he's like, listen, go get the door. Might be a surprise. And it's Gerard at the door. And he tells him, look, guys, you guys got to talk. So that's what they do. They go ahead, and they go outside, and they talk. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? So you seen Angela lately? 
No, I hear she's over at Barton and Dobbs now. Yeah, I heard she got uh, promoted to creative director. Really? Where'd you hear that? Boney Tito. <laughs> Boney T. <laughs> Chris Rock once again. Everywhere. Hey, look, man. You don't have to say Yes, anything. I do. I'm, I'm really sorry, Gerard. I know you all my life, man. You're like, you're like my brother, you know. I, I love you, and, uh, and I don't want to go through this, man. It's, it happened, and I'm sorry, and I feel bad. How long you have me stand here, baby? You know what I'm trying to say, right? You milk all the apologies out of me. <laughs> All right, we get the greatest picture right here of Martin Lawrence opening his door. And literally, it is filled with smoke. Or as he says, aroma. Now, that aroma, motherfucker, you got a fire going on at that self bitch. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I got the picture up here on YouTube. You can barely see Martin. It doesn't even look like Martin Lawrence walking out the door. But it is Martin Lawrence walking out the door. Um, so... There you go, right there with that one. And um, he comes out and uh, yeah, let me go ahead and get rid of this. Let me get rid of this. I can get rid of this. And he comes out and <laughs> he's just, he's totally feeling it. There we go. Yo, man, what's up, man? Y'all gonna let a girl come between us, man? What's up? We're supposed to be here, man. We boys, man. We don't hang out no more. Nothing, man. Man, this shit hurt, man. Yo, make up now, man. We, we just, you know, made up, man. What was it hug? We hugged just now. We hugged and gave each other a pan, and we boys again. All right, then give it to me. We just hugged already. No, man. One big motherfucking hug, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn, man. I love y'all, man. All right, so there you go. And I believe we get a PM Dawn's on. The soundtrack to this movie is actually very 90s and very good. Uh, the movie was 1992, so if that helps you anything, good good soundtrack. Music was so good back in the 90s. We've definitely had that conversation multiple times. But um, after that, we get Eddie Murphy. He's kind of walking. He's still depressed a little bit, not sure what he's going to do. He sees this ad with these blue people that... Angela had drawn. Remember, she's at an ad company now. And he sees this ad and immediately reminds him of her. So what does he do? He figures out what he's going to do. And we get the next scene. It's Angela in her big office. Um, You know, just sitting there kind of telling everybody what to do, doing what she needs to do. And the two kids that uh, her two students that got up and did the little presentations are looking for her. And uh, that's what we get right there. These two students just looking for her. This is the last scene, by the way, folks. We're just about done. Um, and um, they find her. And uh, here we go. Let me go. Here's students looking for her. And they find her. And uh, ooh, let me go back here. And here we go uh, once they find her. Um, excuse me for a second, please. What are you two doing here? <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. Four months and two weeks to be exact. Thank you. 
Oh, we miss you. Where have you been? <laughs> I miss you, too. And I've been working. I got this new job. It's very demanding. And it requires... By the way, if you've never seen this movie, you have to at least watch this end scene. I should have taken a picture of this. The, the little girl is just so, like, my son would call her sassy. Uh, she's rolling her eyes, and she's like, excuses, excuses. It's just, it's fucking awesome. If you've never watched this movie, just watch the end. Just watch the last 10 minutes of the movie. You'll thank me for at least getting to see her face. Uh, it's adorable, and I... I'm sure I'll be getting many of these eye rolls from uh, my little girl as she grows up. So here we go. I'm going to work long hours, and I just haven't had the time to teach the class anymore. I'm sorry. You always had time for us. <sighs> I know. Let me tell you something, okay? <clears throat> you know what I had to do? I had to rearrange my priorities in life. Angela had to start looking out for Angela. How'd you get here anyway? Our new teacher brought us. Your new teacher? Well, where is she? He. Well, where is he? <laughs> and of course, at that moment, we get Eddie Murphy walking into the room. That's their new teacher. It is Eddie Murphy, so she's not happy. But uh, here we go anyway. Um, I think we best get going now. Goodbye, my queen. Peace. Bye-bye. It's pretty low using the kids, Marcus. What else can I do? Look, I've been sending you letters, Angela, and I know you got them. Mm-hmm. I'm just not real big on words on paper these days. Okay. I know I fucked up. You're damn right you fucked up. You hurt me. I miss you. No, I really, really miss you. I've never missed anybody in my life, and I miss you. I'm in love with you. Well, this isn't about your love. It's about the fact that you can't love me the way I deserve to be loved. That's what this is about. It's probably she doesn't come out and say, this is about you not being able to keep your fucking dick in your pants. I guess that was too forward and direct. I apologize. You think I'd come down here and bother you unless I was ready to be everything you wanted in a relationship? I want to be straight up about everything. I want to have a monogamous relationship. You are my best friend. I'm miserable without you. I even quit my job because of you. Did I ask you to quit your job? Why are you doing this? Doing what? Being all stiff and cold and hiding behind your work. I'm taking care of my business, and I suggest you take care of yours. Listen, I know having a, a great job is cool and all of that, but... Used to, used to have a good time. Used to be with these kids, and me and you used to have fun, and we had a great life. You had everything. Give me one reason why I should take you back. One. Can't think of one. He can't. She can't. I didn't think you could. You still love me? Yes, I love you so much. I miss you. I'm scared. And I'm miserable. I can't breathe without you. 
All right. So there you go. They do end up getting back together. Um, there's a little scene right after this where they're just kind of skipping down the road. I can't, I can't. It's got music behind it. I can't really play it. Um, but really, that's it. I mean, that is the, the the movie right there. He does get Angela back. They do, I mean, end up together, I guess. Maybe we'll see in Boomeranged what happened when they uh, come out with that. And um, I don't know, but that is the movie right there. An amazing movie. Just, I, I, I got to tell you, I, not that I wasn't looking forward to it, but um, I was kind of like dragging. I'm like, I got to watch this two-hour movie, and I got to do this. And, and then my wife was like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this movie Boomerang. And she's like, I've never seen that. I'm like, it's from 1992. I forget when, sometimes I forget when she was born. But, um, in, you know, 83. So she's like, I, I haven't seen it. And I'm like, well, what, we can watch it real quick. You know, I'll watch it and then I'll go in and do what I need to do. I'll get my pictures and all that stuff. So we watched it and I, I forgot how goddamn good this movie was. It really is a good movie. Well made. And again, you can see the chemistry with everybody you can see that they've worked together and that they have some sort of chemistry together because they all still work really good together and um i just think it's really cool that they were kind of all you know i mean you got the the uh, the connection between teacher campbell martin lawrence um and we gave many more you've got the you know john witherspoon and the wife he played here also was in house party as the wife it's just a lot of connections a lot of really fun stuff to kind of go through in this movie, and um, I don't know, I had a great time doing this, I hope, I think you guys can tell that, I know I'm kind of not, I know I keep pictures up a little too long, and I'm not on camera a lot, I'm still getting used to being on camera, to be honest with you, um, takes me a little while to kind of get used to stuff, but um, I appreciate everyone, I did notice that the, uh, the, the views are going up, I know I'm still starting on YouTube, and um, I do appreciate everyone right now that is joining on YouTube. I will figure out that chat room. I know there's a way to actually plug it into OBS. I'll get all that worked out um, so you guys can just come on uh, come on YouTube over there and join me and see these pictures that I'm showing. Because like I said, I feel like it's a better way for me to connect with you guys. Um, if I'm talking about a scene, you guys can just jump on YouTube, look at what I'm talking about, see what I'm talking about, um, and get a better view of the scene. I mean, I've... I've I try to do the best painting my picture of the scene to you, but um, it it I just can't do it justice. But showing you pictures of the scene or something I'm talking about or the actor or this or that or their facial expression um, is always easier to just kind of show you on YouTube. So I'm hoping to get more people on YouTube for this show um, as we go through. Uh, I'll figure out what I'm doing next week. I do have a couple ideas in mind. Once again, I might do... I don't know. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. So, but I do have something, uh, something in mind to do next week. Uh, I'll see how it goes if I want to do it. And I'm going to contact a friend to see if he wants to come on from uh, buddy from Florida, uh, and see if he wants to come on and review Greece with me at one point. I don't know who would be interested in that, but. Um, if my buddy will do it with me, me and him loved that movie. We'd literally like dance around the house to that movie, drunk, of course. But um, it was fun at the time. And um, that's it. I just want to uh, once again thank everybody. I really appreciate everybody that uh, is listening to this show. Like I said, I did notice the views are going up, and I appreciate that. Um, if there's anything I can do to improve, hey, let me know. 
go ahead and put that in the comments section. Please, please, please let me know if there's anything I can do to improve. Always looking to improve. Um, and uh, don't even worry about it. So, Dirk, it doesn't surprise me you've never seen Grease. But uh, maybe a review of it will make you want to watch the movie. How does that sound? Um, so we'll see about how that goes. Uh, nothing else I can do on that. But anyway, once again, I do appreciate everybody coming on in here and listening. And I uh, appreciate everybody coming on in the, uh, the old Dirt Sheet Dudes Mixler that's gonna, that uh, jumped on in there. Thank you so much. And uh, if you guys want to listen to this Hollywood Hangout, you can see right here above me. You can go on Stitcher, iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Apple, TuneIn. You can go all over right there and, and uh, check this out. And obviously, YouTube, subscribe to the channel. I appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that little bell so you can be notified when I go on here. And uh, that's it, folks. That was them right there. That was Boomerang, the whole love triangle, uh, lots of comedy some serious drama in it and uh like i said it was sort of a rom-com sort of a uh, sort of a drama all mixed together but a, an incredible movie definitely one to watch if you have not seen it definitely go check it out like i said it's worth watching even just to watch that little girl's face at the end of the movie you might want to go check that out too but uh thank you guys thank everybody really appreciate it um that's it I will see everybody next time here on Hollywood Hangout. Once again, I am David Richardson, and thank you very much. See ya!